Hello, everybody. This is your host, Kirk Hill Jr., and we are back with another episode of The Hill Review. So, uh, I just want to get right into it. Last episode that we did, um, I know I keep telling y'all about this this episode I'm supposed to be doing, um, but uh, circumstances just keep delaying that. But I'm not going to let that stop me from getting content out, so... Uh, here we go with another one and I, you know, I got, I got ideas. So, you know, don't worry about it. This season will be complete. Um, you know, and there's really no worries here. So, and we'll get to that episode when all things work out for it. You know what I mean? But, uh, in the last episode we did, I talked about how it was my 26th birthday and, um, I let y'all know what that meant to me and how it feels to be 26 now. And I'm enjoying it, you know, Um, just moving on. I don't have that automatic, like, I feel my age feeling that happened when I turned 25, you know, but I did enjoy my birthday and it meant a lot to me. Another great thing that I did on my birthday, and I don't know if I said this on the last episode or not, but. Another great thing that I did on my birthday was I released my my double mixtape, my two projects, um, Release and Reflection. And, you know, I, I know that it's been a long time coming and it didn't get the the buzz that I wanted it to have, um, you know, and I don't have the rights to all the beats, so it's not on Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that, not in the big leagues yet, but I'm proud of myself for finally getting this music out there, uh, it's been a long time coming, I not dropped, uh, a new full project since 2014, which is crazy, so, you know, six years without anything new from Kirk Hill, that's, that's, you know, very disappointing, um, and I was beating myself up about it for a long time, and this project was supposed to be out in 2017, then it got delayed to 2018, and then, um, it got delayed further because of whole bunch of circumstances and then covid happened so you know and in the interim of it being delayed i because release was supposed to just be one project but in the interim of it being delayed i ended up making a new project uh called reflection and it wasn't even supposed to be a whole project it was supposed to just be five extra songs that were going to be released Mm -hmm. periodically just to you know get everybody ready for it but then that turned into like 11 songs, which ended up being nine tracks altogether. But um, I'll get more into uh, reflection in another episode. This is, um, I guess, another two parter because this episode I want to just be about release and then. The next episode after that, we'll get into reflection. But, you know, for a, a long time, 
I didn't know if I was still going to make music. Um, and I had discussed a lot of this before in my other episodes, but you know, I, I knew that I wanted to make music and continue. And there's a lot of music projects that were supposed to happen between 2014 and now that just never materialized. I was supposed to do an EP. Um, I was supposed to do a collab with my brother, Charlie we talked about that. Uh, I was supposed to do a whole group mixtape that didn't come out. Um, and then all the albums and all the other things that I wrote and scrapped and pushed back and rewrote. So between all of that or uh, uh, while all that was going on, somehow release was born. And truthfully, it's all release in particular is really uh, a response to two different things. Release was a response to one, my lack of music and just me kind of disappearing and all my momentum that I had from 2011 to 2014 just all went away and you know I reached a point where I was almost going to quit music but then you know I realized I'd been gone for too long and something happened to me so you know why did I stop making music and then the deeper into it I go I realized you know I creatively I just wasn't in it but then my my breakup happened with my college girlfriend um and I had a lot to say and in 2016 I wrote a song called Motown Love Uh, I was in a play based off Motown music so being inspired and just thinking about her while I was going through all of this and dealing with our situation I ended up writing Motown Love and it was this song about my relationship with her and how I felt about my relationship with her Um, and then I just used a lot of like referenced a lot of Motown songs in that song and it was cool it was entertaining I was very proud lyrically of what I wrote but it was all very real Um, and all those songs just happened to fit with the situation that I was going through and then from that it just spun out into a whole bunch of other songs again some songs made the cut some songs didn't and that went through a lot a lot a lot of changes there were some songs that I only wrote maybe half a verse to and realized nah, it just doesn't work so and then it was a chance for me to throw in some songs that I always wanted to make but never got to make so that is part of it and that was supposed to be a whole bunch of like unreleased songs that finally got put out but that didn't happen and then um I remember I had thought about um, Michael Jackson's uh, Escape album that came out in 2014 based off of songs that he had made but never released. 
um, and those got remixed and re-edited and put, you know, put out. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, maybe I should have some like unreleased music, like some songs in the cut, some demos that, you know, may not be an album, but one day, you know, should anything ever happen to me or should I just feel like putting them out one day? I'd be like, hey, these are some extra songs to, you know, remember me by. And that was the origin behind uh, release. But then. You know, times changed and I found myself in a place where I wanted to finally just get it out there right in the moment when it was happening. Obviously, that didn't end up happening because it's 2020 and all that stuff happened in 2016, 2017. But a lot of what my life was at 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 that time inspired what I wrote and I just put it all out there and um did a lot of things and between release and reflection personally release means more to me release is a much more personal project but I really I'm glad that I finally got a chance to share this project with all of you. It's out on SoundCloud and on Audio Mac, but I suggest you'd rather listen to it on SoundCloud because Audio Mac uh, wouldn't let me upload Motown Motown Love because of the beat that it was uh, recorded on or with rather. So uh, SoundCloud, however, let me upload the track. So just uh, listen to it there. And the whole project is there. So what I want to do now is I want to just um, go right into the project and do a kind of track by track commentary and just let you know the story behind it all. And, you know, just give you some insight into the process. So uh, we're just going to start right, right with the intro. The intro starts with... Uh, sound clip from the Rocky 3 trailer and it's basically the, the, the scene where Apollo Creed is talking to Rocky and saying like you know you got to get the eye of the tiger back and the only way to do that is to go back to the beginning um, and then you know I use some some background music from a song that I like called Metropolis and you just hear these two voices talking to each other about Kirk Hill and they're just asking like, yo, what happened to him? You know, uh, you know, one is like, yo, I heard he quit singing. And another one's like, yo, he works at the airport. And all that is just based off of stuff that I was really doing at the time. Now there's these two distinct voices talking to each other, but the truth is that that's just me. Um, both of those voices are my voice. They're just, um, you know, changed and augmented to sound like they're two different people. Uh, and you just raised or, or lowered the, the pitch on my voice in the studio. So it was just me having fun uh, coming up with this dialogue. But the way it plays out uh, is as if there's these two people that just are wondering, like, yo, what happened to this guy? Like, 
why do you stop making music? And then uh, as the beat gets more and more intense, you start to see them saying like, oh, there he is. There's, that's Kirk right there. So, and they're both like calling for me and they're just like, yo, you know, get back in the studio, record some more music, all that. And that's the whole point of the intro. Uh, and I just wanted to do something, you know, something different, something, um, something fun, you know, and I, I hadn't had a, a real like intro to a project like that before. So, um, I had fun making it. Uh, it was one of the easiest things to do once I like got in the studio and started recording. I, I got through a lot of these early tracks, like right out of the way. So this was cool. Annie. Uh, which is the next track, which is the interlude, is a third of a whole song that was originally written called Annie. Um, originally, it was, a, like I said, it was, an, it, it was an entire song, and I wrote it to the Deja Vu beat by uh, J. Cole. And... I was just inspired one day and I just started like kind of right into that same kind of flow. But then I realized it didn't work and uh, I just no longer wanted to do it to that beat. But that song was important and I liked what I was saying. So I used it as an interlude without the beat and then I didn't want to find a new beat because it was so connected to that beat that I was just like well I can't find a new beat and try to refit it and restylize it I was like so the best thing I could do is just record it in the studio with no beat and something told me to just break it up and do interludes um part of that was inspired by Big Willie style because uh by Will Smith Big Willie style uh which you know Full disclosure is my favorite rap album. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it at least once on this podcast. But Big Willie Style has an intro and three interludes. So I was like, so let me, for me, I was like, let me follow that model and use one intro and three interludes. And the three interludes are just the Annie song split by verse. And... The first verse is me talking to my cousin and explaining what I think about this girl, Annie, and how I should kind of leave this girl alone, given my situation, but I can't help but continue to care for this girl and the way that I did it because I no longer had a beat it's kind of more of a spoken word I take breaks in between parts of the lines in the verse and I liked doing it that way it was fun you know to figure out where I was going to put the dramatic pauses in and the the pace of it you know and Annie came out really dope Um, And ultimately, it's just saying that, you know, I'm going to continue to care about this person, even knowing what 
the cost of caring might be and that's it so intro and annie kind of let you know what the mixtape is about you know what i'm saying so that's kind of how i introduced the framework of that mixtape then you have never leave you which is to the controller beat by drake and it wasn't originally supposed to be it was actually supposed to be to the work beat by rihanna and that was when i first came up with it and i was just kind of having fun one day it really wasn't supposed to be a whole song but i just kind of i don't know i, I just kind of started having fun with it and never leave you is just kind of this thing and in my head i was just making up stuff and i just remember um from imagine me by kirk franklin i was just like oh no 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 oh no 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 and it was just kind of like a to get it more of a romantic feel it was just it's just that's all the song really is like i'll never leave you oh no 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 like never you know and it's just this feeling of letting this girl that I really care about, letting her know that, you know, you in this bad relationship. But if you were with me, because we've been friends for years, you know, but if you were with me, you would, you know, you would understand I'd never leave you. I'd always be there for you. And I'm the right guy, you know, and my cousin X is on it, stage name Young Saint. But. I love his verse on it. He gave it the right energy that I needed. And I knew that he'd fit uh, a Drake beat, you know, and we just blend perfectly on that song. And I really enjoyed that song. It was fun. Uh, and I kind of just blended a lot of different styles together, you know, my own style as an artist. And then I tried to blend Drake's style, of course. And then, uh, you know, a little bit of Chris Brown in there. And it was just really dope. Love Met Me Halfway uh, is one of those hidden gem songs that I was talking about where uh, I wrote that song years before any of this was even going on. I wrote Love Met Me Halfway in 2014 and originally it was supposed to be a completely different song. Um, I was inspired by... Uh, a song that my godbrother sang at my mother's wedding and I wanted to write the song to like one of those you know piano in a lounge type songs you know and this guy would be playing and just accompanying me and I'd just go all out with the vocals and it was supposed to be a happy song about how finally I'm with the woman that I'm marrying and you know love finally love met me halfway but as time goes on, I couldn't really write about that because that just wasn't my situation. So I wrote about how I felt at the time when I was single and still in the middle of my like waiting phase where, you know, who's going to be the person that I'm meant to be with. And I just came up with this idea that, you know, all these couples that are together, they can say love met me halfway. And it's just something that I couldn't do at the time. So that's what that song turned into. And then I found this beat, this beautiful, beautiful R&B beat. And um, to this day, Love Met Me Halfway is one of my favorite songs that I've done. 
Um, I think it's one of the best songs on that project, even on both projects combined. I think um, it's one of the the best ones on there. Um, and I like that it's divorced from the other situation, even though somehow it, it fits in the track list. But it really um, encapsulates that longing for love feeling um and it's it's the r&b song you know it's the song that like really pulls at the heartstrings and i knew that the project needed a song like that so i decided to keep it on there um and add it to the project because um yeah i i added it to the track list and then i decided to keep it there because i was like it's it's just a really good song and i've always wanted it to be uh heard by people so finally found a place for it and it fit now we have release release is the title track obviously and release is a five minute rap where i'm just going off there is no break there's no chorus it's just me rapping and i'm rapping five verses and it's a lot uh, it's, a, it's a very heavy um, song, hard to, sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a tough listening because there's just no break. So you're just like, yo, man, this, this song is just going on and on. And some people might not like that, but for some people, they might be like, yo, this, he's, dude, he's really letting it all out. And that's what that song is. That's the purpose of it. And that was based off of how I really felt um, after the s- second breakup. Yeah, because... Me and my college girlfriend, we broke up in 2016. Then we got back together in 2017. And then uh, a couple months later, we um, it just didn't work out. And we ended up breaking up again. And all the pain that I felt from that, along with everything that happened in my life. And it's actually a combination of two songs. Because uh, the... Originally, it was supposed to just be uh, a freestyle. The first verse of release was supposed to just be a freestyle about me coming back into music and the process of it all. But then I went through that breakup. Sorry. Like I said, and then I just wrote three verses about that and it was supposed to be its own song. But I kind of had my little like Kendrick moment where um, I wanted to just have a song where I'm just going off and letting people know how I feel. And I went off of the energy of, uh, of Mortal Man and I would listen to that song over and over and over again. And originally I wrote the song to the beat of Mortal Man, but I found a new beat and it worked out perfectly. Um, and even though my verses are longer than that beat, the momentum continues in that even when the beat ends, you still feel that 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 anguish, that pain, and you feel that release that I'm giving. And I combine the freestyle and the song, I guess, release with um, a second verse that bridges the two ideas um, and 
you know, doing that was so like crazy. So the song was so was written so out of order, but um, it's powerful. And I doubt that I'll ever write another song like that. It's just a tough moment in my life and it needed to be said and I got it out and I'm proud of it and I love it. So after a big song like that, you know, you just need kind of a a little breather. So then there's another interlude, um, Annie 2. And Annie 2 is just, now I'm talking to the next guy that Annie's with. And I'm just saying like, yo, if you're going to be with her, you got to take care of her. Because I would but it's not my job anymore. I had to let her go. We can't be together. But if you're going to be with her, don't cause her no more pain. Like, just make sure she's all right. And that's what Annie 2 is about. Then, oh, and then in the beginning of the release song, which was the music video that I did, which is one of my first episodes that I ever talked about. Um, but the audio on that is so crazy. And I always talk about that, you know, but you learn. Um yeah any in release sorry in release you um you hear the voices from the intro coming back and it's my way of letting the listener know that those voices weren't people talking to me they were voices in my head and now those voices are still in my head and release is kind of me answering that that question you know so that's kind of the you know what happened to kirk hill this is and releases the answer of what happened uh so then i did annie too and talked about that so then you have the poet which is just again another freestyle and it's kind of like all of that was heavy so now it's just me rapping real quick and i'm just spitting some lyrics and that was again not planned originally to be on that project but it just happened to work um what was the word he gave me yeah we so me and my cousin chris we do this one word challenge or we used to we haven't done it in a while where you text somebody one word and then you just kind of make a entire verse off of that one word and the word was inevitable and then somehow the poet came out and i just really love it and the flow of it is dope um and it was just fun it was just fun a fun challenge and i wanted that to be on there then you have candles in the sun candles in the sun is a cover of the song by miguel and the reason why i recorded it was because it was originally supposed to be on my first album but then i decided i didn't want it on there anymore Uh, my first like official album um but i didn't want it on there anymore i wanted on this mixtape and um I also realized I wanted to do it because I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. Uh, When I was in college, my freshman year, I sang that song uh, for a like talent show kind of thing. Um, And my voice cracked during the song and I was so embarrassed, but I got through it. And what made it even worse was that the girl I liked was in the audience watching me. And I stand by it. Had my voice not cracked, I feel like 
me and that girl might have made a little more progress and I think she would have started to see me in a in a different light but you know it was that moment where I was like oh man she's here and I can prove myself and you know show her what I'm about and it just did not happen but you know things happen for a reason and I told myself one day I'm gonna I'm gonna get that song right and I didn't you know it's a hard song to do and looking back on it I could have did it a little bit better I would have fixed a couple things tried to hit a little uh, a couple notes a little bit differently but again I'm just proud of myself that I that I did it that I got it out there my man Jesus that mixed it um he he hooked it up you know and it helped that he loves that song so he was just like yeah I gotta make this song look fire because I already like the original version and then the way you're doing it is fire so I gotta I gotta hook you up I just appreciate that so shout out to you Jesus then after that track is they don't know uh again um it's a sample of uh they don't know by John B so um yeah my friend another uh unreleased gem now this is a song again long 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 in the making um this was supposed to originally be on uh the collab with my brother charlie and he was supposed to rap on the first verse and then i was going to sing on the second verse but the collab didn't happen but i still wanted that song to be out uh because i told my friend freshman year that i was gonna do something to it um then i wrote a new first verse and you know took a couple tries to get that right but uh that was fun um i really like it and i'm just enjoying the the journey of it all um and you know he still hasn't gotten back to me yet i think because i took so long to get the song out but um i I sent it to him and I'm, i'm waiting for him to tell me how he feels about it whether i did it justice whether or not it was worth this long wait because he gave me that beat in 2012 so that's eight years man and i am so sorry for that delay you know and, and that's all this is like just apologizing for the fact that i've been gone for so long and then the fact that the, the mixtape is about being gone for so long and then it took long to get that out there i guess that's just the symbolism of it but you know who knows next track is love tonight which again has a little history behind it so yeah candles in the sun they don't know and love tonight those three songs are the unreleased gems like that i never got to finish but i finally put it on this project and had a place for it right along with love met me halfway but um Love Tonight originally was a song that I wrote to On The Run Part 2 by Jay-Z and Beyonce. And that was supposed to be a collab again with my brother Charlie and my cousin X. And we did a version to that beat, Um, but we never finished it and it just never worked out. And then I found another beat, which is kind of like an acoustic piano style version of on the run 
and that was originally supposed to be a duet that was like candles in the sun supposed to be on my first album but then my duet partner changed constantly um and i knew that i wanted another like real slow r&b song to kind of bring it home um and it just happened to work out so i just changed a couple of the lyrics around and just made it uh, a solo song and again like candles in the sun a very very hard song to record and i'm not all the way proud of this one but it's a good song and um my girlfriend really likes it so that helps um yeah but it's very emotional um very romantic and a lot of um a lot of feels in that song then you have annie three the last interlude and it kind of brings it home um where now i'm directly talking to annie and i'm just telling her that no matter what happens to me and no matter what happens to you i just hope you're okay then the hook of the song is you know was supposed to be revealed to be you know now tell me annie are you okay you know and i'm referencing that throughout all of the interludes but because the it's interludes and not a full song it then i finally reveal at the end the hook and that was kind of like my homage to michael jackson in terms of smooth criminal like annie are you okay and i'm you know so then like i said the whole all those tracks are basically me asking if annie is okay and that's all that i truly want i just want annie to be okay and annie is my ex from college so now you see the whole frameworking of that project and understanding that this is my apology to her this is my um, reflection of her this is me letting her know that despite all that ever happened between us all i want at this point is for you to just be okay you know what i mean so then the voices pop back into my head to bring it full circle and now i'm like confronting the voices and they're like well you know what happened to you why were you gone and i finally just answered it and i'm just like yo you know life just got hard and this is what's going on but i'm ready now and i'm making new music and i got this new song called motown love and they're like motown love this sounds dope and now originally what was supposed to happen was that Motown Love was supposed to be a single that was dropped way before the project and never could get it finished. And I was so tight because so many people were waiting for that song. But that didn't work and it didn't happen. And to this day, I'm really, really disappointed in that. And to all the people that were waiting, I'm so sorry that I let you down with that, honestly. But Motown Love was supposed to be out. Everybody was supposed to have already heard Motown Love. So then when you listen to the project, you're realizing the project is the lead up to that single. And Motown Love is the final track on the project. So then any three ends with me talking about Motown Love and everybody's like, oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And, you know, the voices are like, yo, let's hear it. It's about to be dope. It's about to be lit. And then we all laugh 
And then it's this feeling of peace where now all the voices, the laughs all sound the same and it just merges into one voice. And the idea is that now that I'm at peace, the voices are gone. And then Motown Love just caps it off. And it's my final, you know, love letter to Annie. And that's that's it. That's the project. So um, that's my recap and my track by track commentary. Uh, as you can see, there's just so much that goes into it. Um, and because I had gone through so much and worked so hard to get that done, I think that's why ultimately release means a little bit more to me now i like reflection and i'm going to get into that in the next episode and let you know all the things that went into reflection um but it just it just doesn't have the same story that release does you know so um that's it and i hope you enjoy this and if you haven't listened to release go on soundcloud um my profile name is harlem prince so Uh, Stay safe. Have a good evening. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your holidays with your family. Hope you're uh, having a good Thanksgiving and all that stuff. And I'll see you on the next episode of The Hill Review. Be blessed.